would you, would you consider that to be what I call a, a CEO nugget, which is kind of like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice? I usually say it might be something you would give advice to a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah, I mean, it could be a nugget. We use it as a hack more because every day we meet, we're like, let's remind ourselves, let's go over it. We, we were on the front page of uh, the Annapolis newspaper where the title underneath our picture was saving the world one idea at a time. We post that everywhere because... Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have two very special guests on the show today. I have Jordan Foley and Charlie McGovern of Chow. Jordan and Charlie, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Awesome to be on the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. Appreciate Gresham. No problem. The pleasure is definitely all ours, and you're doing so many phenomenal things. I want to read a little bit more about Jordan and Charlie so you can hear about all the awesome things that you're that, you, that they're both doing. And Jordan is an active duty in the in the Navy, Navy and served on submarines for the first six years of his career. He is now training to be a Navy attorney in the JAG Corps and finishing his final year in law school. And after watching many of his friends struggle when they chose to leave the Navy, Jordan became disenchanted with the process of finding opportunities for veterans to succeed. Combining his passion and love for cooking, he decided to start a nonprofit that helped veterans become successful in the culinary industry. And in January 2020, he and Charlie founded a nonprofit called Chow. Chow gives military veterans the opportunity to own and operate food trucks. And Charlie is a high school friend of Jordan and, and a phot photographer and videographer. And he is also the COO and co-founder and is from the great land of Pittsburgh. Charlie and Jordan, are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Yeah, let's do it. Yep, let's go. Awesome. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on your, your background and what led you to kind of get started. Could you take us through a little bit more of your story and what led you get started with all the awesome work you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, being in the military, everybody knows this, you move a lot. Um, moving once every two years to the point where we're moving maybe every six months as a family. We're, weren't even hanging up pictures or unpacking boxes at some point. So let, let alone we weren't engaging in the community, right? Like I would used to go coach football. Um, and then it just got to the point where I just didn't have the time or, or knew we'd be moving so soon. Um, so I wanted to create something that moved with me. Um, and I, I always thought about starting a nonprofit, but didn't know exactly how I would focus it. And then um, in 2019, I had a Naval Academy buddy who was actually starting his own businesses, um, fell into a lot of debt and died by suicide. And um, I got upset at the fact that there are so many programs out there that are a mile wide and inch deep for veterans, but don't hyper focus in anything. And, and they, they touch a lot of lives, but they don't touch them deeply. So Charlie and I sat at, at my mom's house on Christmas dinner um, that year and we were just talking and I was like, well, let's, we both love to cook. Let's, and there's so many military people who are interested or already trained in the culinary arts. Let's start something that hyper focuses in the culinary industry and takes you from digital training, which we've developed um, all the way to pretty much a business school class of teaching you how to run a culinary business. So we can take a, a, a select number of veterans and military spouses every year and put them through pretty much a food truck MBA now. So we wanted to take you along the journey and make you successful um, rather than just the outreach. Um, we wanted to hyper-focus and we picked the culinary industry and we picked food trucks to, to be the perfect training ground for that. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that. And I love that food truck MBA uh, phrase. You might have to trademark that one if you did, if it is. <laughs> Yeah, when he came up with that one, I was like, that's pretty good, Jordan. Like, Let's go with that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, and so I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper in here. I know you touched on it on how you serve your clients. Could you take us through a little bit more about that and what that process looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So Charlie, you want to start with the, the five-step procedure that we got? Yeah. So we, um, you know, we, we want to have a lot of on-ramps and off-ramps. Um, so the main thing we start with is a five-step program. So step one is a digital training. It's at your own pace. Um, and we want to make sure that, you know, even at the end of that, you're ready for something. So we have that gets you safe serve certified. Um, and then from there, uh, we move you on to we'll go right to the kitchen. Yeah. 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 And we uh, we have this thing called Kitchen with a Mission where you cook out of our brick and mortar kitchen for a bit to get used to cooking in a restaurant environment, develop your skills that you learned in training. And then from there, we put you in the truck and you learn about mobile business, how to source food, how to get out, how to market, all of that. And then at the end of it, um, we have we have a capstone project where you have to source your food. You have to come up with a menu and then you serve it, you know, to, you know, upwards of 100, 200 people. Um, and then from there, we have business resources uh, to help you start your own business once you're ready to go. You know, we're not just going to be like, well, good job. See you. You know, but we we've made all kinds of grounds or uh, connections with people, um, you know, just to help you get your business off the ground and run it in the right way. Yeah. And something Charlie mentioned too, is the on-ramps and off-ramps. That's really important. And the self-pace is also really important because we wanted to be a different model. Um, there are plenty predatory for-profit training programs that take GI bill and take tuition money from veterans without giving them actual things that are, that are really translate to the real world. We said we can start with digital training at your own pace because we need you to know that you can't cut raw chicken and then put raw vegetables down that you're going to be serving, right? Like we need you to have a baseline level of knowledge, but we wanted that to also result in national restaurant association certifications. So if at the very least you can, you conduct digital training, which is free to veterans and military spouses, you can step into any line cook position and, and you're actually going to be more qualified than a typical line cook with that qualification. The kitchen with a mission aspect is something interesting because we found that like, Hey, serving to customers is great. It's a really good revenue stream. But being a pop-up is really tough to source. Um, so sometimes we'd source too much food or too little, and we weren't getting the training that we the, the training hours we desired. So we said, hey, let's partner with nonprofits who give food to people already. So let's just make hot meals for those in need and use grant and donor money to produce the meals. So we were guaranteed to produce 200 meals for four hours, and the veterans would get the time there. And then when they graduate from that hour set, all self-paced because everybody in our program is a working parent. We understand that. Like, we get it. Um, once you graduate to that, you become a 1099 contractor in the truck when you sell to you sell to customers. And that's when you get the real customer service interface that's really important for your future business model. And then after you get great at the food truck, I mean, from starting up the generator all the way to sourcing a menu, right? We like to say it's, it's pretty much everything from marketing to mincing onions to, to, you know, everything. And that's what we provide. And then we partnered with um, a nonprofit in Maryland called Project Opportunity, and that is free business school training. So our whole thing is like one, it's self-paced. So these people can complete, complete it as they can go. They're in the program. Um, two, it's free, but they also get paid as a 1099. And then three, you never leave our system in the sense that you are always an alum and you're always family. So if you want to come back and think about product market fit for a menu you're working on, step into the truck. It's yours. It's your home, right? And, and I think that's what makes us different from all of the other nonprofits out there. In addition, there's no other program in the nation that does what we do. So that's, that's another thing that makes us clearly different. But I think just our spirit is really important to get out there to everybody. 
Yeah, I could definitely hear that spirit and that passion that you all have. And I love how you were kind of talking about, um, you know, not going wide, but going deep. And you can definitely hear that. And for lack of a better term, the holistic nature of the, the five, the five, um, I guess, um, peers or, or pieces of, you know, that process, but also too, of understanding, it sounds like you've stepped into the shoes of the people uh, that would be going through the program, the veterans and are able to kind of understand exactly what they would need when they would need it and provide a lot of resources for them to be able to do that. And of course, be able to succeed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, when we say on ramps too, like we have some veterans coming in with 10 years of naval culinary specialist training, putting them into a digital curriculum would be a joke for them. Um, we can get them straight into kitchen with a mission straight on the truck as fast as possible. Maybe they're so accomplished that they're already a chef. We have a couple of classically trained people who are actually just interested in getting product market fit. So they had, hey, I have a menu. Can we serve it out of your truck? And we do that. And we, we allow that for them. So, so we think, you know, not being rigid in the way we provide a curriculum and provide it is going to actually open us up to more people who have different interests, whether it's starting a brick and mortar, a catering business, or, or a food truck. Um, we're able to provide that guidance. And um, we always say, too, if, if at the end of our program, you decide that the food truck industry isn't for you, that's also good because you didn't spend 75000 uh, buying your own food truck to realize this isn't for me. Um, so, so, you know, there's a lot of ways to produce success here. But you know, it's just giving this, these people, these veterans and military spouses who it's a, there's a lot of barriers to entry um, because of where they're coming from, but also the culinary industry is expensive and competitive. Um, but we always say, as long as child's operating, um, we're eventually, and we, we guarantee this, we will eventually have an alum of our program who wins the James Beard Award because these people can do amazing things when given an opportunity. I definitely appreciate that. And um, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. What's something that makes you both more effective and efficient? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, me, me having two, two girls under the age of four, efficiency is kind of kind of key. Um, so like, I guess for, for my, my thing is I am I am an absolute pen and paper planner type person. So like I have a little moleskin planner. I've had one since I honestly what sixth grade probably. So like, you know, I just, I, even though I have Google calendar, I need to write everything down, have little notes jotted. It keeps me on track and like something like that. Like I sometimes have to plan down to the minutes of a day um, to get through. And like, obviously like I, I'm a full-time Naval officer too. I run Chow as a part-time and Chow is a full-time job in and of itself. So like, the, the minutes and planning and still getting a full night's sleep um, as broken as it may be with a one-year-old, like it's, it's super important. So, so for me, the, don't, don't underestimate the power of the paper planner. Would you, would you consider that to be what I call a, a CEO nugget, which is kind of like a word of wisdom or piece of advice? I usually say it might be something you would give advice to a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. I mean, it could be a nugget. We use it as a hack more because every day we meet, we're like, let's remind ourselves, let's go over it. We, we were on the front page of uh, the Annapolis newspaper where the title underneath our picture was saving the world one idea at a time. We post that everywhere because it's not like, hey, great food truck in Annapolis, really cool was the headline. No, it's like, we're fighting, like, we, we're fighting mental health, uh, you know, problems within the veteran community, uh, you know, poverty, working poor issues, our, our, our best night remind yourself that you are a steward of donor money. So that, that's something we think is really important is you are a steward of the donor money. So when you are purchasing, um, always do your due diligence and understand that like, this is somebody's hard earned money they gave to you because they trust you. Um, so for us, our model, I think is so attractive to donors because the food trucks are a revenue stream. That means a hundred percent 
of donor money can go directly to programming. So if you want to cater an event in an underserved community, you can give us $400 to produce 100 plus meals and deliver it directly. And you know, all of that money went there. There was no administrative, anything like that. Like we are very much, we silo money. So we understand like as a donor, you are going directly to this. So that I think that's a big nugget of what we learned is that donors do want to ensure that their money's going to a good place. And you as the, 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 basically the steward of their money needs to make sure it's going there. I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So both of you, from both of you, I want to hear what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, it's uh, been a great outlet to actually make an impact, um, you know, with my skill set. You know, I mean, I, I do a lot of creative work, you know, with weddings and all that stuff, but you know, I don't know, that stuff doesn't do it for me as much. Um, you know, I, I followed my initial career because I want, I wanted to help, you know, with stories and have an impact that way. And this is a great way for me to, you know, use my skills, all of our promotional videos, I'm shooting all of those, all of our content, you know, I help out with, you know, a lot of the, you know, the forward facing things that you see. And it's, it's great to be able to work on this stuff, knowing that, you know, yeah, it's great to make the bride remember her wedding day. Like, that's fine. But like, this is way better. You know, this, this really gets me going. It gets me out of bed. It gets me working hard and I really like it, you know? So to me, it's the impact. It's a chance to, it means a chance to really help out and do uh, some good things. Yeah. And it, at the heart of it, like we thought about this when we started it um, for every massive government program you have to address a problem. We think you need an army of, of small nonprofits like us willing to implement things and to, to bridge gaps. So I think we're doing that and we're doing it every day. And that's honestly the, the, the main important and most important thing to us is the social aspect of our work. Um, you know, I think that's that's what gets us up and that's what makes us want to work 20 hours a day on this is, is the people we can help. Yeah, absolutely appreciate that. And especially that word creativity that you, you both kind of alluded to and, and included, because I think if you're able to kind of understand, see the impact that you can make and you think creatively about how to not just help out your organization, but how you can collectively make that impact is absolutely huge. And, and so of course, who doesn't love doing what they do and having a really great cause behind it. So I, I appreciate you both kind of using your skills and your talents and your mission to be able to, to make the world a better place. So Charlie, Jordan, I truly appreciate you and your time. What I want to do is just pass you the mic one more time, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. In terms of how to reach us, uh, you know, right here, lesschow.org, um, you can donate there. Uh, follow us on uh, at chow underscore nonprofit on Instagram. Those are the two uh, best ways to get at us. Yeah, um, and, um, you know, we, we always like to say, too, is um, we ask people to, to log on to lesschow.org and donate. Um, reach out to us if you know a veteran we can help and a military spouse we can help. We have portals on our website to, to let us know. Um but we, we say, you know, we, we ask you to pay it forward. Number four is our campaign because $4 is what it costs us to make a restaurant quality style meal for somebody in need. Um, that's, that's a very, you know, a good meal, very healthy and nutritious for them. And if you have $4 um, that you didn't spend today on a coffee and you can donate it through our website, um, please do, because that's going to buy somebody a meal. Um, if you can scale that up, it's just going to buy more meals. But also we understand that, that not everybody's in a position to give. And we, we know that, but we, we, we have another initiative called Challenge 22. Um, that symbolizes the 22 veterans who die by suicide every day. And we ask you to honor that by telling 22 of your contacts about Chow and about our initiatives, because outreach is very important. And we understand that not everybody can give monetarily, but we ask people to share us with their social networks um, to acknowledge that 
that every day 22 veterans will die by suicide. And we believe that that is tied to a lot of different issues, including financial health and wellness. And that's what we try to do. And we try to seek to create not only independent veterans and military spouses, but business owners. So in a way we're, we're giving American heroes a chance at the American dream. Um, so if you're with us, log on, check us out, share us. And if you can donate. Absolutely. I truly appreciate that. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. Um, and I, I love, you know, obviously all the work that you're doing. And again, like I mentioned, the passions and gifts that you you have that you give to the organization, to the veterans, the, the military families and finding a way when sometimes it feels like there's no way. Um, so thank you so much for being stewards and reminding us of the ability to give in so many different ways that we sometimes forget that we have. Appreciate both of you again. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.